today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. One of the other issues uh, that we want to talk about, and we've, we've given a cursory uh, discussion over the last little while, are mental health issues. And we know that with self-isolation and a number of other things that are going on right now, uh, there seems to be a spike not just in the, vi- in the virus itself, but with mental health issues. And a study now has shown that Ontario and Atlantic Canada have seen the highest spike in anxiety and depression since this pandemic began. Uh, joining us to talk about this is David DeRosas, who is a professor and director of the Clinical Psychology Graduate Program at Western University. Uh, professor, thank you so much for the time. How are you doing today? My pleasure. Not bad. How are you? Uh, I'm hanging all right. You know, through social isolation, physical distancing, and everything. And we are, I think, by nature as human beings, we're social animals. This is pretty tough on exactly. us, isn't it? It's not easy, is it? No, it isn't. Uh, and, and obviously, we're seeing some cracks now where people are thinking, okay, I can do this for a little while. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you think, okay, wait, maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And then we're hearing, well, there could be a second wave when we could be right back into this. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's, boy, it's hard to pick yourself up sometimes. It is. So how, sure. do we, how do we handle something like this? How do we deal with something uh, as, as unexpected as something like this? This is, a, in our times anyway, once in a, how many generations that we're experiencing it right now, and there's, there's no playbook for this, really. There really isn't. Um, I think, you know, I, th- I think some good general kind of mental health strategies and tips are probably pretty good. But you're right, the social connection is so crucial for us. You know, there's been studies that have shown that... Um, you know, staying connected is, I, I think, actually um, really important for physical health. There's studies that show that social isolation and loneliness, for example, are, you know, per, you know, determinants of health in, in a negative way more than smoking, obesity, and, uh, and high blood pressure. So staying connected is, is really important. There's another study that found that uh, between, you know, 26 and 32 percent mortality rate for people who are lonely or socially isolated. So you're right, we're, we're, we're social creatures and we want to get together and we want to, you know, um, stop the social distancing, but it obviously is really important to adhere to restrictions right now. Ontario and Atlantic Canada seem to have the highest incidence of this right now. I don't know if you've had a chance to go through some of the data on this. Is there any, any rhyme or reason as to why that's the case? Yeah, and in fact, um, you know, it, it was actually three provinces in total. Um, Alberta ha- actually had the highest. Uh, and then Ontario and Atlantic provinces as well. It's hard to know. We can't really um, determine causal factors based on a poll like this. Um, you know, and it's hard to know sort of regional di- differences. You know, if I were to hedge my bets, I would think that Alberta was hit very hard, not only with COVID, but also with, um, you know, the oil and gas sector. Mm-hmm. I think um, in, at the Atlantic provinces as well, not only COVID, but, you know, they've had a lot of traumatic experiences of late including the mass shooting that took place. Ontario, I think it's partly manufacturing that's gone down and a lot of job loss, as well as dealing with COVID and a a high number of cases. And and therein lies part of the problem, as I've spoken with a number of our listeners who have been impacted by this. uh, It's one thing to say, okay, you've you've been laid off, but, you know, when things pick up, you're probably going to come back. There's no guarantee about that now, and and I think a lot of people are concerned about. Look, at, I I may not have that. I may have to go find a, another job. I may have to reinvent myself. Uh, but we don't know exactly how this is going to go and how long it's going to take. Exactly. So yeah, that it's very it's very difficult for people. I think there, you know, a, a lot of people. You know, no one likes uncertainty, and I think of of all times, this is one of the most uncertain times, as you said, we've seen in a in a long, long time. 
I guess I'm not suggesting there's a silver lining to this because this is problematic uh, to be sure. Uh, but in this age of of, uh, of the technological advancements that we've made, I mean, it might be a little bit better to do this sort of thing than it was, say, 50 years ago, uh, when there was no, uh, you know, uh, internet, there was no Netflix or, or anything else like that. I mean, as, as tedious as that can become after a while, uh, it, we do need some diversions from what we're going through on a daily basis, I would think. Absolutely. In fact, I think that, um, you know, I was saying to someone the other day that how fortunate I feel like that we are in a time where we have FaceTime and Zoom and, and an ability to connect with people and actually see them rather than, you know, just by phone or, or letter. Um, you know, it, it is quite extraordinary given what we're going through. Uh, you know, it's very important that we're able to, to connect in different ways. So with that in mind, uh, and, and the fact that, as I say, we're craving for that social interaction right now, uh, how, do, how do we satisfy that, 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 that appetite for that at the same time uh, live within the parameters of what our public health officials are telling us? Yeah, it's very difficult, you know, and I think, I think the importance, what we're missing really in addition to kind of um, being able to communicate and talk with each other and see each other is actual physical touch. I think we miss the hugs. I think we miss, you know, um, just physical uh, affection and, um, and being able to actually see the entire person in front of you and read body language and so on. So I think it's difficult in this time, but I, at the same time, we, you know, we need to adhere to restrictions. And so I think it's important to try to do so. You know, I think we're at a place now where we can start to get together with people and go for walks and physically distance and, you know, communicate by Zoom or FaceTime or other means. Um, and, and to try to do so in more active ways and more creative ways. I, uh, my partner and I have been playing cribbage with her parents and with my parents over the, <laughs> over the, over the COVID time. And we have two decks of cards and one crib board and we're, you know, keeping score and, and, and making it work, you know, and it's a way to still have fun during a time when you can't physically be together. At the same time, there's been a lot more discussion over the last couple of years, I would think, especially about mental health issues. Uh, mm -hmm. Does that make us uh, more amenable to reaching out if we do feel as if the things are getting a little insurmountable to, to be able to pick up the phone or, or talk to somebody and say, I think, I think I need some help here? Yeah, you know, I do think that stigma is reducing. And I think, you know, not only the federal and provincial governments are talking more about mental health than they ever have, but I think generally the public is as well. And I, I do think people need to reach out and and not only to friends and loved ones, but seek professional help from a psychologist or psychiatrist or, you know, other mental health professional to be able to get the help they need if, if things are, are bad. In our poll, what we found is that of people who rated uh, their anxiety as high to extreme, that quadrupled over uh, from pre to post, pre to during COVID, it, it quadrupled from 5% to 20%. And depression more than doubled from 4% to 10%. So it's, it's a real problem. And, and what we're predicting based on this poll and people's responses is that depression is actually going to get worse as social isolation continues. Well, I guess in anticipation of that, when I guess some of the early announcements the federal government made was uh, was increased funding for that for Kids Helpline and a couple of other things like that for adults as well, and mm -hmm. hopefully that's yep. that's going to be a, a resource for us. Uh, Professor, as always, thank you so much. Great talking with you again today. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, Professor Dave DeRosas uh, from, uh, of course, the Western University uh, with the uh, Clinical Psychology Graduate Program. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.